Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. The Last Kids on Earth and their superhero alter egos are back in the latest installment of the graphic novel spinoff series, The Last Comics on Earth, Too Many Villains. Jack, June, Quint, and Dirk face their biggest challenge yet, creating the sequel to their hit graphic novel in a mad dash, puzzle-filled race across Apocalyptia to stop the biggest evil plan in history. Hey, you know what the creators of Last Comics on Earth's evil plan is? Make me and my kids love these books. Seriously, my younger kid is a huge fan of both the Last Kid series and the Last Comic series. It's true. And now I'm hooked too. The whole team has created a delightful cast of characters with some fantastic kid-friendly art throughout that will appeal to readers of all ages. Buy your copy of The Last Comics on Earth in stores today. You can also visit lastkidsonearth.com to learn more. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming out to Comic Book Club Live. Please give it up for your hosts, Alex, Justin, and Pete. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Comic Book Club. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I am Pete. And that's our man of the booth, Booth Man Prime. Booth Man Prime. And guys. Great to be here. Wow. Extra applause for the Booth Man. Before we get into it, a little bit of business for you guys. Uh, Literal business, because this show, this episode of the show is sponsored. Uh, This episode of Comic Book Club is brought to you by the podcast Be a Superhero in Home Business. Check out the most recent episode, Mm -hmm. Spider-Man. Dream big, change the world, make someone smile today on Anchor FM. That's great. That is great. Make someone smile today. What a dream. Yeah, you're smiling right now. I know you did it. You just did it. Yeah, just like Spider-Man. That's right. Spider-Man. I don't know how he relates to that, but I would look forward to hearing about it. Did you see Spider-Man Far From Home? He was smiling ear to ear the whole time. The whole time. A lot of fans. Great movie. That's that's great. He finally Uh, got a kiss from MJ. That's great. Big spoiler. Big spoiler to say that. What are you doing? Wow. You just turned those uh, smiles into frowns. Yeah. Like when everybody is frowning when Spider-Man dies at the end of the movie. Okay. Was that also a spoiler? It doesn't count to to combat a spoiler with another spoiler that's not true. (laughs) That's not how spoilers work. Yes. Uh, Somebody in the audience said, again, which is very apt. Uh, When do you think they're going to reboot the Spider-Man franchise again? Um, I feel like uh, there's time. Uh, There's time to do it. We can do it now. I think we can do it. We can do it right Right now. now? Who in the audience would like to be the new Spider-Man? Anybody? This is how they did it last time. First hand up, guy. A lot of hands up. All right. Uh, We have a trivia contest later in the show. You can win a chance to be the new Spider-Man. Yeah, really prep your audition because that's the biggest thing. As the classically trained actor on the podcast, I think I really got to (laughs) say, really want to put some time into your audition, really feel what Spider-Man feels. Yeah. How does he feel, do you think? Uh, Any any tips as a classically trained actor? I think he stretches a lot. (laughs) Don't you think? He's Uh, very... Do you know who Spider-Man is? Yeah, he's he's the guy. He's thwips. 
<laughs> so I didn't see the movie yet. So no, I'm a little right, behind right. on who It's the is. first one, so you can really just yeah, yeah, exactly. you can jump right in. Uh, guys, I'm very excited about the guest that we have on the show tonight. He's the co-creator of, I'm reading this because I keep adding an extra word, Stan Lee's Alliances, A Trick of Light. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Silver! Yeah, yeah! Woo-woo! Yeah. Come on Welcome out. to the Come show. Come on out. Don't be Come shy. On Come on. Yes, you. He's yeah. actually here. Oh. I have a seat. I have a microphone. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hello. Way to give us that dramatic yeah. pause there. Yeah, we were I was like, for a second leave? we thought maybe you had left. A lot of our guests just jump out the back. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why you left the... Uh, all of those kind of accoutrements back there. Exactly. Oh, it's yes. an obstacle course. We want you to want it. Yeah. yeah. Ryan, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yes, is that beer okay? Is that all right with you? It's so it, good. Okay, it's good. You. Uh, we it, it, interestingly, you didn't open it, so that's uh, it's going to be hard for you to all get right. it. I Thanks for coming sure to the, the show. Effect. I didn't want to step on your. Oh, no, no, no. We'll just cover it up with another fun sound effect. So, Ryan, uh, I want to talk about your project, but first. We go way back. We grew up in the same town. Whoa. Yes, we did. Yeah, that's a big shocker Whoa. for you. Whoa, it is a big, big reveal. reveal. We've never met anyone that knows Alice. <laughs> yeah. What do y'all want to know? Oh, yeah. this is oh, great. Yeah, yeah. So you grew up in the same town, so you were like running around in your youth. Okay. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> a lot of uh, blank stares here. Lost them early. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't say because we were just saying, I think we used to sneak into the comic store, mint condition together. You, you had to sneak into the comic store? Well, well, back then, comics weren't real cool like they are now. Yeah. Oh, nice. So you guys were just dodging the bullies? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was like a cosmic fate that they decided to... It, it, the store initially was across the street from the movie theater, which was great. Because right. you'd go see Independence Day and then go to get a comic. Mm, nice. But then they... That burned down, and then they moved it across the street from the high school, Ooh. which is like okay. bully central. Yeah, right. like not. Dangerous. I mean, it's like not so kind. Bully and central. The way that it was set up, you guys went to Bully Central High. Yeah, wow. Bully Central. Oh, high. that's a bummer. Yeah, it, it didn't <laughs> work out. Specialized school for bullies. Uh, but yeah, what was what was your big thing at mid condition? My big thing at mid condition, and I've talked about it on the show, was constant. Like I got addicted to Marvel trading cards. I spent mm. so much money on that. <laughs> so much money there. Try to find trading cards now. You go to a comic store and you're like, I want those Marvel trading cards. And they look at you like you're, you should. It's not a thing. Times have changed. Not, not, times yeah. have changed. Are you talking yeah. about the Marvel Masterworks? Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I was specifically, I was looking for the holographic cards and I finally got a Venom Spider-Man holographic card. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm out. Yeah. You're like, I've peaked I'm good. as a person. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing left for me. It's true. Uh, congratulate. I've never congratulated you for that. Uh, <laughs> congratulations. You. Appreciate it, Justin. Uh, let's stop talking about Mint Condition, a store <laughs> that may or may not already be around. It's closed, right? Definitely. Closed. What okay. a sad uh, revelation. Your childhood is over. No, it's fine. It burnt down and now it's closed. I don't see what's so negative about that. Uh, <laughs> let's instead talk about your project. This is a big project. Stan Lee's Alliance, A Trick of Light. Did I get it right this time? Pretty close. Alliances, A Trick oh, of Light. Damn nice. I'll get it by the end of the show. Uh, this is a pretty big deal. How did you end up getting hooked up with this project? How did this happen? So I was brought into this project through a partner of mine, Luke Lieberman. Um, and it was at Comic-Con, actually, where we had started to hang out. Uh, his wife uh, went to Port Washington. And oh, I had run into this, this web that. of comes, people. This, it's crazy. This is uh, Bully High. Yeah. And... Um, you know, it was a shocker that I was into comic books to them. I had an independent film playing at the Independent Film Festival uh, 
with a with Brad Warner, who's in the audience. Nice oh, shout out! out. Oh, very, cool. And, um, very cool. You're very lucky, sir. You're on a podcast. Yeah, congratulations! <laughs> not not everyone gets to be on a podcast, but almost everyone gets to be on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and so we'd met. I, I'd been I'd met Stan through Luke because Luke had been a mentee of Stan's for a very long time. And Luke and I started talking about working with him on a project, and Stan had this idea. Um, and actually, on the uh, plane back, I sat next to you randomly. I hadn't seen you yeah. in about 10 years. <laughs> oh, wow. And, oh, every um, 10 years, we like to That was in. the Comic-Con where it really coalesced. So Stan asked this question, you know, what is more real, the world we're born into or the one we create for ourselves? And that's Ooh. like became kind of like the genesis of the whole project is that question. So... Uh, you co-created the project. You put it together. You kind of laid the groundwork. Um, what was it like working with Stanley on this? Yeah, I mean that. Coming back to that question, you know, you've heard with great power must come great responsibility. You've heard all these these questions asked, right? And then, you know, I was a big student of Stan's. Not only the work that he uh, put out into the world, but also the work that he put out into the world that helped creators learn to create. So, you know, like that, John Buscema, um, you know, how to draw comics the Marvel way. Yeah. Even. Mm-hmm. Um, the Secrets Behind the Comics, which was a pamphlet he put out in the 40s. I've had that since I was eight. Wow. Because um, it was oh, a worthless wow. piece of junk that you could buy at Big Apple, you know, a convention or whatever. And, you know, it just, for me, it unlocked a lot of questions about, like, how you create and write. So working with Stan, it, you start seeing, like, the man literally <laughs> asking the questions and the, his curiosity around the world. And I think one of the things I found most illuminating is that he was a fan himself. Like, yeah. he loved... Music. He loved um, Errol Flynn. He loved Sherlock Holmes, and he was a fanboy of that material. And then that material informed, um, you know, his work. So, we should actually probably give the pitch for what the book slash audiobook is before we get any further into it. What's the general idea before we start going further down this road? So, Alliance is a trick of light. Uh, we meet uh, a young woman, a uh, mysterious woman named Nia. Um, who comes into contact with a aspiring YouTuber named Cameron on the Great Lakes. And it's sort of set on the Great Lakes because there is real-world mythology that Stan was curious about um, that's the Great Lakes Triangle. And there are a lot of mysteries and storms that happen on those Great Lakes. And there's a major storm that Cameron is caught in, and he is knocked out. And from there, he starts discovering that he has some powers, um, and the galactic threat starts creeping up. Around him. Cool. Uh, So so this is a novel. (laughs) It's an audiobook being released on Audible. Uh, You guys co created it. Not you guys, but you guys co created it. And it was written by Kat Rosenfeld with Stan Lee, who I worked with at MTV and TV Guide. So I feel like... Is this a reunion for you? What are we doing here? No, no, no. Did we we get to bring guests? All I'm saying saying is I think I deserve points on the back end. Oh, I don't know. Because I really brought this project together. I mean, everybody brought their yearbooks, so we should all sign them. (laughs) Okay, exactly. Have a great summer. Don't ever change. But so how does that work? You guys, you guys, uh, Stanley mentioned something that's very inspiring. You guys co-create the project. Kat and Stan work on it. What was the whole team working relationship like? Stan was very, very much involved in every step of the process. So, I mean, as he likes to be, he worked every day of his life um, Mm -hmm. since he was like 18. So, I mean, he is a hard worker and that's what got him up in the morning. 
um, in terms of his involvement and asking beyond just asking the questions, he, his he's a character guy. You know, he was very driven by how these characters could work inside of a, a fantastical world, just like any Spider-Man or or well, Thor's fantastical, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one of the great questions that he was really curious about and really kept us um, honed in on is. You know, with the Fantastic Four, this really harkens back to his questions about science and technology and developing uh, a a small family story inside of the cosmic space race, right? We hadn't been to the moon yet at the point at which Fantastic Four 1 came out. So what him and Kirby did is really just use their imagination and then set a cultural event and then made it fantastical. So similarly, Trick of Light, his questions were, in about, were about why wasn't technology taking us to the moon anymore? You know, it was in the palm of our hands, and how can that change us? So no. working with him is one of those things where, again, you, you see the fan in him, right? And you also see what he's interested in about the world. And like a lot of his stories, he was more interested. We, we spent years on this project, developing characters, developing um, storylines that are not in this project that may you know, be in future alliances um, projects. But really for him, it was about how can we make these characters relatable and how can they tell a story about what we're going through today um, in, in this world. Cool, cool. Uh, so this is now, it's being released chapter by chapter on Audible? Is that It's all correct? available now. It's oh, an it's audio event. Okay. Um, it's read by Yara Shahidi, um, who, similar to Stan, has like a direct connection to her audience and has an extreme curiosity around science and tech. Uh, and she's a terrific reader. Uh, and yeah, it's, a, it's available as an audio event. What was it like after working on this for so long to see it finally come out? You know, I wish Stan was here for that. And you know, all the time yeah. you're working with him, even at his age, you just assume that he would be here. So I mean, you know, his spirit and his excitement is kind of with us on this on this side of it. You know, because we I'm so used to him as a as a fanboy myself, seeing like how he would release a project and how excited he was to share with the fans. So we're just excited to have the fans around the world. And one of the things that's cool about the Audible experience, what he was excited about was it harkens back to the radio storytelling days and to simplify a story down to just the audio elements and then allowing a listener or a fan to be the Kirby or Ditko, to be the collaborator with him in imagining the story was one of the kind of uh, keys behind working in the audio format for him. Cool. So, yeah. Now, we were talking about this a little bit backstage, but San Diego Comic-Con's coming up very quickly. Uh, You guys are going to have a crazy presence there, right? Yeah, I mean, they started putting up the signs like yesterday, and there's like all this stuff on Twitter about like these massive billboards and signage. I, I've never seen anything like that, you know, anything I worked on, you know, most of my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'd Thanks, be lucky please. if my family all watches the stuff I used to work on before this. So. <laughs> Are you going to have nice. a little uh, tribute to Mint Condition in somewhere in, in the whole thing going on? <laughs> yeah, we're going to just. Put that in. You do have there's some sort of like experience type thing happening down there. Yeah, so um, Audible is putting together a Trick of Light experience from Wednesday till Sunday. It's open to the public. It's going to be inviting fans in to experience the virtual world and to experience that question of what it, the, the reality of our world versus um, the world we can inhabit or create using technology. Wow. Now. Audiobooks, awesome. Books, awesome. But <laughs> cool. just wanted to put that. Yeah, out that's there. good. Books are yeah, cool. To frame that Books way. are cool. Bar. That's my question. That's good. Yeah. Do you agree? How okay. dare you? Uh, Stan Lee, though, probably best known for working in comic books. Has there been any thought <laughs> for bringing this project into comic books? 
So there is, I mean, as any Stanley universe uh, is presented to fans, they, universes tend to expand, so we're going to probably expand. Uh, in September, I will say, it is coming to something cool, which is a book uh, that's being printed by Houghton Mifflin Harcourt. So September nice. 17th, it's, it's being released with some... Uh, some material that I think fans will be excited about. So why the audiobook before yeah, the book? Yeah, that's I was just going to say. That's coming at it from the other side. Yeah. Well, you know, Audible's presenting an incredible format. For, and we're sort of living in the golden age of audio. We're all sitting here on our... That's right. That's couch, true. You know. car, this car. is like an audiobook with no book at the end. Exactly. <laughs> just what people want. They finally <laughs> took the book out of audiobook. And that's what we are. Just audio. <laughs> well, maybe you'll have a book in September. Uh, That's oh wow! I like that. That dare. would be very yeah. soon. I feel uh, like you're uh, almost bullying us, bully high. You're like maybe you should do a book. Yeah, we'll just do a transcript of the show, and people will be like, "This makes no sense." <laughs> uh, the characters are all the same. <laughs> um, I think you know <laughs> because we are sort of living in this like renaissance of audio. I think. But what Audible specifically is doing is kind of incredible. And there's some like amazing work that Audible is doing that's not just Stanley's alliances. I mean, they just released the um, Alien 3 William Gibson script, mm-hmm. which is incredible. I mean, you've seen Alien 3. So, uh, you just blew that guy's, guy's mind. stressed out in the front yeah. row here. Yeah. It's better than Alien 3? Well, it's Alien 3 again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's a multi-voice. I mean, you know, what they're doing, allowing creators to create and bring different work in a different way is kind of amazing, you know? Mm-hmm. And also, audio is such a cool format to, like, it adds a whole other element to your life, too. Like, I don't know where you all... I know where I listen to your podcast. I listen to it on the West Side Highway when I take a break. From, oh, yeah. Like, Us, too, actually. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. We're all together. And you kind of <laughs> just, like, vibe with, like, oh, like, this is where I heard this, po- like, heard this podcast, you know? Like, I associate different spaces with different kinds of audio so it's a cool, cool if you could choose then where people listen to trick of the light where would they, mm, where would they go yeah that's a good question thanks guys really good stuff <laughs> you notice we didn't compliment the earlier ones but that one was good yeah that was good <laughs> yeah like I'm, I'm under a tree on your skateboard Ooh. sitting on your skateboard yeah nice. that's how to do it that's cool. good. picturesque that. on a lake yeah, you know what? We In should storm. have more say over where people are listening to this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> We don't ever get where, asked. Where should people listen to this podcast? Other uh, than the West Side Highway, which is West Side Highway already taken, obviously yeah, a taken. good one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What are the astronauts listening to? <laughs> what are they just making their own music up there? Yeah, yeah they just they have a jug band <laughs> in space. Jug band. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's favorite type of music, jug. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys, we don't have enough room for these instruments in here. Instead, let's bring our instruments <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Sure, not, clearly. Uh, Pete, what do you think? I think people should listen to this podcast while they're running from the law. You know, just kind of like really cranky. On the lamb. Yeah, yeah. Criminals only. Yep. So you want actual criminals, not people. Yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah. Pete, we should mention, by the way, has a reboot of Dukes of Hazard coming where all the yeah. music is just podcasts. Yeah, yeah it's good. super fun. It's yeah. really fun. It's real cool. <laughs> uh, what else are you working on? Anything else you want to plug before we move on? Any other projects? It, a trick of life's really the focus for me at the moment. I mean, we cool. have a four-day activation in Comic Con, right? So yeah, um, I'm just That's prepping for that. Yeah, right. prepping for that. When I don't have activations at Comic Con, <laughs> it takes me a long time to prep for Comic Con. <laughs> <So, laughs> yeah. uh, cool. So you can check that out now on Audible, and as you said, the print version of the book is coming out in September. So definitely right. check that all out. Uh, are there potentially more on the way? More Stanley's alliances past that, if it works out. 
Well, I encourage everybody to listen to Stan's intro to the entire universe, and he says, you know, we're about to embark on a fantastic uh, new universe, so it's new. Uh, and it's big. Go. Very politic answer. Like, like astronauts. Like yeah. Like All right, guys, we're going to move on with our next section, which we like to call the stack. Yeah, yeah we do. And Let's. We love calling it that. In the stack, Stacking we talk about a couple of comic books that have come out this week. Uh, let's kick it off with this one. Birthright number 37 from Image Comics. I'll pass this over your way if you want to take a look. Uh, this is one of our favorite books. Yeah. You really like this one in particular, I really Justin. Like it. Yeah, this is your jam, bro. My jam. Yeah. Uh, so in this comic, the, I, I've said this uh, hundreds of times. Uh, yep. The premise of this is that a kid um, is out camping with his family, gets taken to a fantastical world. He becomes the chosen warrior who's going to take down the world. Uh, he comes back as a big jacked Thor-like dude, and he's and like... Do. As you do, yeah. Ben. There, it's like you spent the summer at the gym, and then comes back. Uh, he's with his family again, and they're like, uh, "What happened to you?" And he's like, "Oh, I saved the world." The real veal you get in like uh, the first arc is that he actually lost the battle, and he's been infected by the villain from this different world. Super fun uh, premise. So much drama there, and this is uh, a lot of stuff has happened. His brothers become a wizard. Uh, his family's gone through all this stuff, and this feels like sort of a resetting issue where uh, everyone's getting together to try to protect the barrier p- between the dangerous world and our. I world. mean, to me, this feels like the end. Right, yeah. we're getting to the point where there's this whole pseudo military organization that's powered on magic. They're Fighting other magical creatures. It seems like they're going for, if not the big villain, then the sub villain. Um, how do you feel about that, Pete? How do you feel about this potentially wrapping up? Well, uh, I think it's been a very enjoyable arc, so I'm excited to see how this ends. Hopefully, it, it ends as, as well as it started. Um, I love the, yeah, the action and, and the, the violence in this book, is really a lot of fun. <laughs> cool. um, but yeah, it's also nice to see the kind of families. Because uh, the family's where it started, and it's nice now that they're kind of bringing it back to the family. You got a lot of like family uh, family arguing, which felt very real about like mm-hmm. who did what and why, and kind of a lot of blame <laughs> being thrown around. Um, normally, cool. I would think yeah. that would be kind of a waste in a comic, but this is so built up nicely, it really kind of pays off. So it's impressive. Uh, you don't read Birthright, but you're sold after this issue, right? Uh, totally sold. I- it reminds me of a little bit of Joe the Barbarian. I don't know if you guys remember. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, did, I really did uh, that book. Sean so Murphy is, and... Uh, yeah. yeah. This is a great book. Definitely check it out. Next one we're going to talk about. This is the last issue of a comic from DC Comics, The Wild Storm, number 24. Now, this is Warren Ellis reinventing the Wild Storm universe from DC Comics in a new and totally in-your-face way. Uh, again, Justin, I think you've been enjoying this one the most. I do like this. It's really real gift to me here. <laughs> this is happy uh, birthday, Bad. Uh, great. Oh, so hey. far from my birthday. We've been doing the show for a long time. My birthday's in October. The, uh, <laughs> why hey, am happy I, birthday. I, I, October, thanks, guys. Thanks. Yeah. Finally, 13 years to get one happy birthday. <laughs> uh, so this comic uh, is uh, the Wildstorm universe used to be separate from DC Comics. They've sort of brought it in and then packed it into this whole one title. And this is the last issue. It's a big fight. Yeah, it's great. This um, is something Pete, you like some of these characters. Also. Yeah, very much. Uh, Midnighter, Apollo, really uh, fantastic uh, power couple. Uh, yeah, I I really love what they've done with this arc here, kind of getting everything uh, uh, set up, hopefully, for more. Uh, yeah. But Warren Ellis, a hell of a writer, a lot of amazing action. I love the r- way he writes action. This is a really solid ending to this. Now, was, the bad guy is, throws a diamond 
shard, like a giant diamond mm-hmm. to at Earth. Yeah. And that's what they have to stop. Yeah. Which it's is... It's a metaphor for marriage. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you. So beware. Really? You think yeah. throwing a diamond at the Earth is a that's metaphor for marriage? That's what it feels like, a diamond at the Earth. When you're proposing engagement. to the person you love? You're just throwing a diamond away? That's yeah. the way you guys look at it? You're not throwing it, it away. I'm taking this diamond, and I'm just going to throw it at you're the Earth. You're throwing a diamond, and it might destroy your entire world, or it might <laughs> remake it. Oh, wow. There that's we go. Deep, man. Thank you. We just put that together. We cracked this comic right <laughs> here. <laughs> but yeah, Everybody. this is a great, great comic, really amazing art. Are you a Wildstorm fan, Warren Ellis fan? I am a Warren Ellis fan. I love the way he writes yeah. uh, like action, but I also love when he just like does his one-liners, and I was just looking at this thing, and she's like, you'll get a soft landing and a pension far away from here. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I might go into my boss tomorrow and say that. <laughs> Whoa. I am you're going to tell your boss you're going to get a pension? I'm my own boss, so, you know. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. nice. That's more of a compliment. Uh, yeah, I like this. I also <laughs> like that this is uh, teeing up a new title, Wildcats. I'm glad it's not yeah. ending because there's some weird ideas in here and it's fun to read. I love yeah. weird ideas. Yeah, me too. Uh, next one to talk about from Marvel Comics, Immortal Hulk number 20. Now, if you haven't read The Hulk in a while, this is nothing like The Hulk that you know. This is a horror book with absolutely awful, gross things that are happening. Uh, last issue, The Hulk died. He has his heart eaten by his girlfriend, who is a giant red that's, harpy creature. That's a metaphor for marriage right there, right? Oh, man. I think they're not, uh, they're not married. Oh, right. okay. Oh. So a metaphor for it's, relationships? Yeah, for just relationships oh, okay. or whatever. Sorry. Really harsh uh, take on relationships <laughs> over here. Oh, okay, yeah. You could throw a diamond at the world. Well, that's nice. Calm down, buddy. All right. That's a nice throw a diamond at the world. Yeah, yeah. throw a diamond at the world. Uh, but this book is horrifying, uh, but great. One of the best comics uh, on the stands, I feel like. Yeah, this issue continues to be gross, continues to really delve very heavily into Hulk continuity as well, which is always fun. Um, I love it. I look forward so much to every single issue of this book. Would you want this to be just the status quo of the Hulk going forward? A book about like body horror, uh, everyone is having a bad time. Uh, Hulk is sort of in hell and then later in some other space. You had me at everyone is having a bad time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But like this book is so good, but is it sustainable to be like, hey kids, check out the Hulk from the movies? No, I don't think so. And it's even not, it doesn't work in other titles. Like they've tried to work this Hulk into other comic books and it's just such a weird fit where they're like, oh, you're the devil who eats people. And he's like, yep, let's go punch these guys. And it just doesn't make any sense at all. Um, I would prefer they just keep it to this book, reach whatever the logical conclusion of this book is, and then move on with the next Hulk. Just keep it totally separate and keep it good. My take. Yeah, this is super creepy. Uh, We get to kind of see what happens when the Hulk dies in this issue. Uh, That's messed up. Uh, Yeah, and then... He goes and talks to his dad in hell. Yeah, yeah. And his mom ignores him. Yeah. Oh, that is cold as shit. Doesn't even turn around. Yeah, doesn't even turn around. Doesn't even give him, like, the power nod, nothing. Not even a power nod, which Uh, is a very mom thing to do. Well, you know, at the very least, acknowledge some existence. It's like you go home home to see your mom, and she's like... Sup. (laughs) Wow. Sup, Pete. Yeah, it's nice. That's cool. It's very, you know, gets me very emotional. But, um... Yeah, and then uh, it's crazy because the Hulk kind of explains. He's like, yeah, I was dead, whatever. Welcome to Hulk world. I was like, damn, Hulk, that's, that's kind of just like that's it's like he's, he's just trying to talk it, talk it out. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think this is 
too scary to continue, but it's been a fun kind of romp. Like a reoccurring nightmare, but also a fun romp. Yeah, it's been a fun romp. Like, hey, you know, years later, we'll be like, hey, remember the Hulk was that fucked up nightmare of a comic? Yeah, yeah, that was messed up. Yeah, I'm glad it's not that. Where fun. are we in this scenario? We're still we're retired in our oh, okay. three way retirement home, <laughs> where we sit on the porch. Yeah. Ryan comes over. Right, we're like, ah, oh, you're on the West Side Highway. Listen to our old podcast. Old podcast. Uh, I got the impression when we were chatting about this that you're not a fan of this take on the Hulk. Is no, that... I, I actually love it. Oh, I okay. skipped a couple of issues and then I got rebooted when I started reading the Peter David from like, I like three weeks ago, too. and I said, how did that come out in between all of this? It so, was confusing because it was like fun Hulk who's just like hanging like hipster Hulk. Yeah, it's like it's like a vegan meal being slipped into a <laughs> to a steak dinner. Oh, yeah, fuck, I hate it when that happens. Uh, Certain restaurants would be like ha vegan. Uh, but it is great. Gotcha. Uh, if you aren't reading it or you're looking for a really good horror book, definitely pick it up. You would definitely not be expecting that for the Hulk, but that's what it is. Mm. Uh, speaking of horror, last one we're going to talk about here on the stack is The Walking Dead 193, oh, which was the surprise last issue ever of The Walking Dead. Now, you might know the TV show. You might know the comic book, mm. uh, but it has been running for pretty much the entire time we've been doing this show, right? Yeah, yeah. That's over about right. Uh, and... They had actually solicited additional issues of the comic, and then the day before they said, oops, surprise, tomorrow is the last issue of The Walking Dead. We're just going to end it uh, with a double-sized issue. Now, Pete, you were saying uh, retailers are pretty pissed about that. Yeah, I went to my local comic book shop, and they were sold out, which was fucking heartbreaking. Uh, And they were also upset. I was upset that the comic wasn't available. They were also upset that they didn't get the heads up that was the last issue, so they could try to order more. Yeah. Uh, so everybody was kind of taken by surprise by this. Uh, I was going into this reading this angry, but then his letter <laughs> at the end fixed it all. You know? Wait, not the contents of the comic book, but his letter at the end. It was a very touching letter at the end. What about the middle, you know, the comic? Well, the comic, <laughs> uh, I think, ended... If you like letters, beautiful. I'll write you a letter. Oh, uh, w- you promise? I would do pen pals. We see each other a lot, but <laughs> I would be a pen pal. Uh, but yeah, I think that um, the comic was really well done. Uh, I was very happy with the ending, um, very touching. But uh, but the letter at the end kind of really explained why he fucked over some people who wanted the comic, <laughs> and also fucked over comic book shops that wanted to order <laughs> yeah. more of it. All right. <laughs> really focused on the dollar value yeah. of this story. Never, uh, never give page. me a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I love this. I thought this issue was great. I was, uh, like Pete, actually, pretty pissed off when I found out that it was ending. Specifically, for those of you who haven't been keeping up with this is spoilers for the book, uh, but a couple of issues back, Rick Grimes, the main character of the book, pretty suddenly died, and he was taken out by a fourth or fifth tier character. A dweeb. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, So that was a huge bummer, but it felt like, okay, well, at least the comic is going to continue forever. Uh, Robert Kirkman has always (laughs) said... As Luther, they were yeah. going to die. Uh, Robert Kirkman always said, though, the comic will continue as long as I can keep doing it. Uh, it'll continue past Rick Grimes. Uh, we are going to go for decades and decades and decades. Mm. So I thought, okay, we're going to focus on Carl. We're going to his son. We're going to see where the world goes. And finding out it's ending, I was like, why didn't you just tell me? Like that would have. 
helped bring home his death a little harder rather than feeling like it's this blip in the middle of a 500 issue run or something like that. See, I really liked, uh, I like, I didn't mind that the death was from a character that like a shitty character, uh, because that's Uh, what, because you expect that for yourself. Exactly. I'm going to die. Nobody's going to murder me. (laughs) A stranger is going to murder me. You. Yeah. Uh, can't wait to meet that person uh, <laughs> right before the end. The uh, no, because that's the the Walking Dead is just the deaths are surprises. So it's like the, the most surprising way for the hero of the book to die is to have it be a random character that no one has ever heard of. And then this issue, I really liked. I liked it as a surprise. Like no, there are no surprises in comics anymore. Every, everybody knows sort of where it's going, what's going to happen. It's going to continue forever. To to unexpectedly cut off a book that is such a like a hit was great. I thought. Uh, and the story focuses on Carl, and uh, I don't know how many years later after uh, Rick Grimes dies. I really liked that uh, Carl looks like Shane. Yeah. Uh, uh, because Who's... Shane's son, uh, yeah. but it's never referenced in this, and, but he just looks just like him as his older self. I thought that was really a uh, cool, smart way to do that. The story's good. Uh, there's a whole uh, rant that, uh, or they read a, a statement, I guess, and it's about how cable TV is bad. Which I was like, what, Robert what, Kirkman? What you <laughs> You're writing about how you hate cable TV. You, you have four shows. Yeah, it's numbing us into a bad existence. Uh, yeah. I thought that was sort of odd coming from him, uh, Mr. Cable TV. Uh, but yeah, I love the issue. It jumps forward in time, as you said. It yeah. really delves into the character, shows where everybody ends up, and it ends in a really emotional way that yeah. hit me. Like, I was getting a little choked up at the end there. Yeah. Like, even I really you. Feel, even me, hard yeah. ass me. Uh, and yes, the note was really great. It was him talking about how he tried to make it go on longer, but he realized he was just kind of spinning his wheels at a certain point, mm. and he just wanted to end it, uh, which I thought is very admirable. Were you a fan of The Walking Dead at all? Uh, yeah, big fan. And I got to the store last week, and I didn't read the internet, <clears throat> and I was like, where's The Walking Dead? And they're like, oh, yeah. it's the last issue. I was like, oh. <laughs> so yeah, have you read it yet, here. or did we just spoil everything for you? No, no, I downloaded it. Oh, nice. Just, like, you know, so what apocryphal. was your take on it? How did you feel about the ending? You know, I was excited to see it end in that way, like to, like you guys. And I was, it made me think about actually that letter was like um, kind of like an like Animal Man, like 26, when that ended yeah. and that like run ended. And I was like, you know, it becomes, you know, for spoilers from people from the 90s, you know, uh, Animal Man meets his maker, literally. And the letter, I think, is like part and parcel to the story, like yeah. to that issue for sure. Yeah, it's great. Uh, definitely, if you are a fan of The Walking Dead, pick it up uh, if you can, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, sorry about that, Pete. Fucking Fourth of July really fucked me, man. <laughs> wow. Jesus. I was out of town, couldn't go to a comic book shop, got back in town. They're like, sorry, sold out. I was like, yeah, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> screen that was sort of a Muppet screen. Yeah. Uh, I would guess the lesson here is never celebrate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> never celebrate anything because you'll miss your comics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, comics, comics, comics. Uh, speaking of which, that's it for the stack. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to move on to our next section, which is my favorite section because you guys make it up at your audience questions. Uh-huh. But before we do that, I just want to mention again our great sponsor for the episode, uh, which is the Be a Superhero in Home Business podcast. And reminder, you can check out the most recent episode, Spider-Man, Dream Big, Change the World, Make Someone Smile Today. Ding! 
<laughs> uh, on Anchor FM. Uh, so let's go to the audience questions. Audience you can ask something for our amazing guests. Hands going up. Whoa, amazing guests. You can ask something generally for anybody. And Pete, we have a bunch of free comics and gifts for people, right? You're damn right, we do. You got yeah. any of those the boys hats going on? I do have some. I have a hat. I can get more. For we sure. should get oh, more because we, so, so we have so, so many. many. That show comes out July 26. 26. Right? That's so right. we got to get rid of them before them, and then they explode. Then they, yeah, they vanish. Yeah. Uh, this hand went up so fast right here. What is your name? What's your question? Hey, everybody. I'm Kier. How's it going? Hello. And going back to the discussion of Walking Dead's end, because this seems to be the year where everything seems to be coming to an end, like Game of Thrones or Avengers, the Infinity Saga. Um, what were some shows or comics or any storylines that you were either disappointed to end or happy that it ended? Mm, nice. Uh, ending In our lives. Disappointed or happy? Anything. Pete. Mm, Pete, mm. you got an ending you were disappointed about or happy about? You were, you're the king of disappointment. Yeah, yeah thanks. Yeah. So I mean, this is good. Yeah, it's hard not to say this right now. Um, Wait, what? You mean uh, uh, this, this show? Our lives. Our lives ending, oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> no, uh, that's talking about Walking Dead. Is there a way we can get around that? Dead. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, walking Dead, yeah. But uh, I'm trying to think of like... There have definitely been runs that I've been upset with. I mean, Vertigo ending is super sad. Mad Magazine yeah. ending also fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. Uh, See, the king of disappointment. Yeah. Um, you do not disappoint. Yeah, I mean, it just sucks when something you like doesn't sell well enough, you know, or whatever. And, uh, yeah, it's tough. And it's also on the flip side of it. Like something, something you love becomes very popular, and that also is a little heartbreaking. Where you're like, "Oh man, you guys didn't know I was I was checking this out before it was like a big thing," you know. Uh, so yeah, what are you talking about now? Well, I'm just saying that like sometimes <laughs> something you like becomes super popular, and you liked it before it became popular. Oh yeah, yeah. Pete hits yeah. up a lot of clubs. We should mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Super into indie music. I'm talking about comic books, you asshole. Right. Like things that like you know. Before like, they blew up, you know, like what? Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He Spider-Man. was the original Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Spider Man from way back. Yes. Uh, I love endings. I love when things get to end because nothing ends anymore. Everything's always just like, well, let's make sure we can keep making more of it uh, all the time. Uh, so that's exciting. And this is a bad answer, but I like the mo- way the movie Whiplash ends. Uh, but that's the first thing I thought of. Wow. Oh. Okay. If you're, like if you substituted being a fan of comics uh, for drumming, I would that would make a lot of sense. If we're talking the way a movie ends, uh, it was like Death Proof had an amazing ending where they're beating the shit out of uh, yes. Kurt Russell. That was really badass. Uh, there you go. Look at that. Cool. Uh, Ryan, do you have one favorite I, or least favorite ending? I mentioned the Animal Man, Ryan. I thought it was oh, just yeah. such a good ending. But um, yeah. I think I would also have just another one. It would be um, Justice League International, probably. Oh, oh that's, that a, a nice, that's a good answer. Like a nice long run. And then they brought yeah. it back. So I'm not sure when it ended anymore. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we talk about this all the time on the show, but Lock and Key, the end of the comic book, was great. Like, Very well done. That was something that we loved for the entire run, and it actually stuck the landing. Absolutely fantastic. Also, though, uh, they're bringing it back. Probably at San Diego Comic-Con, they're announcing something. So maybe it's not over. Who knows? Ooh. We'll see what happens. Maybe we'll find out if you survive that rock slide, Justin. That was uh, something we've all been waiting for. No, uh, you died, bro. 
No, uh, for those of you who don't know, we were drawn into, we were very early fans of Lock and Key, and the creators drew us in. Uh, Alex played Dr. Zalbin. A, He's the only one to live. A small town doctor. Right. Uh, yeah, Pete, but, yeah, but he had a lot of interesting stuff going on. He, uh, behind I don't know. the scenes. I don't know about that. Uh, that's true. A lot of, uh, it seemed like you had a shitty practice. Scott McCloud said that most of the action in comics happens between the panels, and uh, oh, since I was God. only in one or two what panels, you have to assume most of the action was uh, pretty good for me. Yeah, I know. Based on the panel, it seemed like he had a lot of cotton balls, so that's <laughs> pretty cool. Uh, uh, we'll see what's happening. a uh, high school uh, D&D yeah. player yeah. Uh, who died. Yeah. Very violently. Fantastically. Fantastically. Uh, and I played a uh, sort of high school jerk. Yep. Uh, huh. So you, you were you <laughs> It's a fictional. Form. It's a fictional character. Right. But uh, a giant boulder fell on you, killing you. It did not fall. It fell Would near me. Would you stop me. with this? There was no angle. There's a giant boulder above your head. You died, bro. I did not die on the, yes, on the page. Yes, there's no did. body. There's no corpse. I'm not dead. As uh, Scott McCloud says about action in panels, uh, you died. Uh, <laughs> all right. Great question. You got some comics. Uh, you, sir, right here. What's your name? What's your question? My name is Kevin. Oops. Oh, sorry. Uh, either metaphorical or literal, what are some of your favorite weddings or marriages? Weddings or Ooh. marriages? Well, uh, my wedding to my beautiful wife. <laughs> <laughs> I love to. Diligent listener to the podcast. Uh, that's great um, stuff. Uh, weddings or marriages? We metaphorical as well, so let's not forget that. Oh, sure. Um, I, uh, we were talking about this before, um, uh, Peter Parker and Mary Jane, I really Jeez. liked their relationship, as we know, it uh, came to an end, um, but uh, it was great while we had it, like so many things. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Fuck you for bringing that up. I'm not bringing it up as a slight against you, I'm answering the question, because their the relationship is they're back together in the comics. Not the yeah, marriage. It shouldn't, it shouldn't have ever ended. But, yeah, it was a bullshit choice that... Marvel is regretting to this day. I don't know if, if they that's had a time true. machine. I'm sure they would fix that bullshit of an idea. That would be a crazy choice if they, as a corporation, had a time machine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what should we do? First thing I would do <laughs> a comic if I had a time machine, that was do the you know, first thing. Do you know that corporations always have in mind their first thought about anything is fixing problems you have with comic book storylines? Wouldn't, wouldn't it's it not be, just me, man. Wouldn't it be crazy if they went back and fixed it, but you knew? I was the only one. You were the only one that knew? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That this was is the... like a fucked up version of yesterday. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. You're yeah, the uh, like you're the only one that remembers. Very topical, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, to answer the question, though, to get back to the question, uh, uh, Black Panther and Storm's uh, relationship that was, cool. was really Obviously, amazing. Obviously, uh, when Punisher married all of his guns, one of my <laughs> favorites. Uh, that was pretty sweet. Can, think of the, hun- think of the honey for like twenty seconds, huh? <laughs> no, definitely not. Uh, Ryan, do you have a? I, I go with Storm and Forge, but they never really got Ooh, married. Interesting. But I, uh, yeah, I think uh, Storm and Forge would be oh, nice. Yeah. He'd make a great ring. <laughs> Space Diamond. <laughs> yes. Uh, were we talking any relationships or just married relationships? I mean, he said a metaphorical marriage. Metaphorical or wedding. You could say you get like Yeah, there have been a lot no, of I don't know. weddings I, I think, like, in comic books. The, the Fantastic Four wedding is the classic one. That's yeah. great. Uh, yeah, it's and, almost like a non-answer. Yeah. <laughs> 
Wow. Now who's being critical? Thanks, bro. Yeah. Uh, cool. Great question. Oh, man. I saw this hand up here. Can you come all the way down? It's a nice short mic cord. What's your name? What's your question? I am Cody from Canada. Hey, Cody, Cody from, from Canada. Canada. All right. Cool. Just to keep it in the realm of Stan Lee, I was wondering, um, you know how Iron Man was created as a character that nobody should like, but became one of the most beloved characters of all time? Yeah. What's a character that you guys on paper is a complete douchebag, but think you completely love? Like for Pete, for example, he loves Cyclops, even though he's a complete ass. Hey, that's not true, Cody from Canada. No, it's true. In Canada, a lot of the podcast opinions get switched. Oh, they switch (laughs) over? Is that what happens? Yeah, Yeah, so in Canada, you love Cyclops and hate Wolverine. Man. (laughs) Cody, I really liked you in the beginning of this. Now, uh, not cool, Cody from Canada. Uh, nice. Do you so, have an answer to this one, Ryan? Uh, characters that uh, on paper are lame yeah, yeah. are douchebags, but we like anyway. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think that answer is maybe my wedding question, but it happens off screen in backstory is Norrin Rad and, you know, Zen Law, you know? Like, there's a guy, Whoa. he's picking out planets to destroy and for Galactus to eat. Not much more, not, not much like there, but Silver Surfer is the best. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say Booster Gold. Booster yeah, Gold's a, a, a total dick, but he's an enjoyable dick, and he's a fun dick to watch as he constantly screws up time because. Like a lot of comic book characters like that, at this base, he is trying to do the right thing or eventually loops around to it. So it's always nice in that sort of story to see where he gets to the point where he's like, ah, I screwed everything up. Let me see how I can fix it. Justin, Pete, uh, you got an answer there? That's good. Well, I, the problem is uh, I, I don't have uh, bad taste. I have, like, great taste. So um, anyone all that, my characters anyone that, says that, that I like, you know, I couldn't even continue. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like characters that people make fun of, you know, so it's, like, it's hard, you know, because it's, like. No, that's just we, the two of us. Right. But <laughs> A you, lot you're of people not like all, the characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. It's uh, my the characters that I like always get made fun of anyway, so it's like you know, I don't know, but they're not written poorly. So, so. you're saying all of the characters you like? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like Batman is sort of the ultimate answer to that question. Like he seems like a nightmare on both sides of his personality. He's like a rich dick, and then he's like super serious all the time as Batman. Uh, so he would be a real bummer to hang out with in either sense. Yeah. Particularly now, they've kind of ditched the whole Bruce Wayne playboy thing, and he's just Batman in a Batman costume or Batman in a suit, and that's yeah. pretty much it. So totally unpleasant to cross the board. Yeah, but we all love him. We, we love do. Him. Very do love him. Yeah. You guys should check out this Batman character. He's super cool. Very uh, fun. Saw Good a hand tip. up here. What's your name? What's your question? Hi, my name's Brandon, and I am a longtime fan of Wildstorm since Wildcats number one, the Lee Choi one. Nice. And it's kind of been gone for a while. Do you see any hope or chance of some of that stuff coming back or maybe an expansion of what Warren Ellis has done? Because it's kind of a pretty contained thing that, that DC has given him with Wildstorm. Yeah, it's a, just this one title. Well, there's a, in the back of this issue, if you, I don't know if you read it, but there, uh, there's a six-issue Wildcat series coming next that Warren Ellis is also writing, but it feels like it's going to be more focused on that core team from back in the day. Um, so I don't think it'll expand out any further. I mean, if you remember, it was the the original title, which was uh, sort of the most superhero-y. Um, and then that went to a second series, uh, which was expanded into all these other characters. That was really good, too, I thought. A lot of Jay Lee art. And then mm-hmm. the third series was basically like a business plan where um, they were making batteries. This third series. Did anybody read this? 
Yeah. Uh, Maybe I dreamed it, but Joe, Casey. uh, Joe Casey's Joe run, Casey. uh, which um, was not super fun because it was about uh, being a corporation. A bunch of superheroes making batteries wasn't fun to read about. It was more about yeah. It was more about. Uh, yeah, like, you're reading uh, Super Duracell Cool Dudes. Yeah, super. That's a great. Yeah. I have been uh, really into um, the fr- oh, it's not, oh the fresh. Uh, the Fresh Men, uh, the Axe Body Spray Marvel um, combination here. If you want to really read a comic that is not at all a sellout in any way. Um, for your axe, axe heads out there. Yeah. Um, you can check that out, bro. Pete, bro. 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 Def, bro. Nice. Um, is your mom going to check it out? She's going to be like, nice. <laughs> I throw it up on my mind like that, bro. No, she gave me a nod the other Dude, don't fucking time. Time. Don't fucking time. Last time I was over, she was like, Sup. Uh, I do think it's this is the most Wildcats that have been happening in a long time. So, yeah, hopefully, uh, it's definitely it, it kind of gets popular and then goes away, then gets popular and goes away. It's a little frustrating as a fan because I, I definitely love it. But what's nice is sometimes they've given them spin-off uh, series like uh, Midnight or Apollo had its own series for a little bit, and that was really great. So hopefully they continue to push for it because I agree with you. It's, it is a fantastic property. Yeah. Cool. Pete, give out those hats. Uh, I will give out those hats. Yeah, definitely give out those hats. I saw a hand shoot up over here. Why don't you come on down all the way? What's your name? What's your question? My name's Gary. I'm from Brooklyn. Nice. Hey, Gary from Brooklyn. Gary What's from up? BK. Hey. Yeah. No Brooklyn love. No love yeah. for the Canada. People love, love Canada. For the Canada. Canada people go nuts you know, for. You, you know, say they're, Brooklyn. They're all about Canada. And yeah. Brooklyn shows up. They're like, oh, I know where that is. <laughs> yeah, where that is. Too local. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So I'm a big fan of the Hulk, how they're, like, this particular run. Otherwise, I've never given a green crap. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, I can read Declan, I can read Jekyll and Hyde at home, you know. Yeah. But um, do, you, do you find, do you wish there are other characters that Marvel would kind of take out of the sort of, the, almost like take out of the superhero realm to kind of go, what cool shit can we do with, as opposed to just having them, you know, you know, do the same. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. You sure. know what I mean? Have them fight Sabretooth a dozen times. You know right. What I mean? And that's the thing because it's like, uh, it's a gamble. You know, it's one of those things where, like, uh, this Hulk book really paid off, but that kind of gone south real easy. Um, but it would be interesting to kind of see that. It would be fun to see, like, uh, you know, like a Wolverine kind of like real fucked up, gross. Uh, kind of like gross Wolverine. Yeah, like a gross, uh, you know, kind of horror Wolverine would be very interesting, you know. Um, but would people read that and be like, yeah, whatever? The Hulk got popular. Now you're trying this with everything. Uh, but yeah, it, it, I guess it really depends on how well it's done. But I do wish they would kind of try that for a little bit, you know, because um, sometimes when ideas take off, he can really give you some great uh, kind of fresh looks on something that's been around for a while. Yeah, uh, the Black Panther run uh, right now has uh, it moved from sort of uh, the Wakanda stories to a space space, space yeah. opera, which I think is uh, very cool because it's sa- same characters uh, with uh, additional characters playing out those same themes just uh, across space. Uh, and that's a very good uh, very good take. Well, similarly, there's the Black Bolt title from Solid and yeah. that came out recently that was basically the prisoner in space with the Black Bolt and a bunch of other superheroes. That was a lot of fun. Or in a very different way, if you look at what they're doing with, uh, have been doing with Squirrel Girl for a while, 
that's a densely packed comedy book that is entirely unlike anything else that is going on in Marvel. And I think to the point you guys are making, that stuff is great. The more variants we can have, the more different stuff we can have, the better it is for readers overall, because not everybody wants to read superhero punch-em-ups all the time, um, or at all for that matter. Uh, Ryan, do you have any takes on this? Yeah, I would take a Kitty Pride like horror book, just like, you know, oh, shit. she's... I mean, they did that sort of in the day when she was alone during Christmas, but I would take another. I would, <laughs> I would do it again. That's a great story. The Brood? That's the, the Brood, brood right? Or something yeah, like that? Yeah, they made the X-Mansion. She's alone. Uh, I think Daredevil needs a fresh... He needs to get out of New York. Uh, or get what, out, he was dude? in San Francisco for a while. Yeah, he was in San Francisco. I think he needs to get out of a city. He can move to the country or something. Uh, what, dude? It just needs a change-up. Yeah. What Daredevil if they do, like, on uh, the farm? Country Daredevil, City Daredevil thing where he switches. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, probably, yeah, that that's what I'm talking about. Pretty sweet. Uh, I will say DC is probably better at this switching up the formats thing than Marvel is. Marvel How does it a little you? bit. Well, no, but DC every once in a while is like our entire line, nothing connects to each other. They all have different art styles. They all have very different focuses. And then nobody buys them. And they stop doing it. They're like, nope, we're superheroes again. And that's pretty much it. And I think that's the problem. The thing that's working out nicely with the Hulk is not only is it great, but as far as I know, it's the top-selling Marvel title right now. Wow. So wild. I think that emboldens people, hopefully, to take more bold takes like that. Yeah. But we'll see. Uh, great question. Do we have any other questions before we move on? Anything at all? No? All right. That's it for your audience questions. Nice. You guys are awesome. Now we're going to move it on to our next section, which is trivia. Trivia. And for that, we're going to turn it over to Pete LePage. All right. Pete LePage, the star of trivia. Oh, thanks, asshole. Uh, this is a part we give back to you, the lovely audience. It's an opportunity to win 25 free dollars. In the form of a gift card to Midtown Comics, because if you had 25 bucks, you would go to the comic book shop. Who would like 25 free? Oh, whoa! You first hand up guy in the back. Come on right. down. Come on down. Please come over here. Over here, sir. Here's your mic. Nice. All right, sir. Uh, what is your name? So, Pete. According to your rules. Oh, boy. Oh, oh geez. Is what just never happened? good when you start with that. What is just Is this happened? about his LinkedIn or what's going on? Yeah. Ooh, nice callback. Thanks. So the star of trivia isn't you. Right. It's the guest. It's the, Whoa. yeah, exactly. So I would like you to give me an, an introduction, a Justin-style introduction. <laughs> yeah. Befitting. It's about time. Trivia. Okay. It's All right, about that's time. fair. <laughs> that is fair. Uh <laughs> I would lo- well, first. Uh, uh, why don't you tell us a little? But give me give me some stuff to introduce you with. First, wow. let's start with your name, maybe where you're from, what you do, something like that. Listen, you know who I am. Sure, no, but they don't, wow. man. <laughs> let's work with me. Work with me. My name is Paul. Yeah, nice, great. Paul, where are you from? Uh, I'm from Canada, actually. Yeah, Canada. okay. It sounds great. like a, it sounds like a lie at this point, but yeah, sure. all right. <laughs> Paul from Canada, and uh, what do you do, Paul? I'm a software developer. All right. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have competing in the trivia all the way from Canada. Give it up for the software developer, Paul. The star of trivia. Yes. (laughs) The real star of trivia. Uh, Paul, it is an honor to have you here. Thank you. No pressure. Uh, All of Canada is rooting for you. Uh, uh, yeah. 
We have at least three uh, today, Canadians here rooting for you. Yeah. <laughs> Today's trivia is on topical comic news. I'm going to read you a question, listen to all three possible answers. You get all three questions right. $25 yours. Here we go. Question number one. In 2020, Peter Milligan and Michael Doc Allred are launching what new series for, Mar- for Marvel? Is it A, The Excellent, B, The X-Team, or is it C, Kevin Bacon? So it's either A. It's A, the... You are correct, sir. Nice. The Excellent. Looking forward to that. Question two, who is getting her first solo title written by Mark Wade? Is it A, Lady Deathstrike, B, The Invisible Woman, or C, Sissy Spacek? So it's either mm. A, or you would pick B. It's B, The Invisible Woman. That is nice. correct. Okay, really living up to the introduction here. Okay, here we go. On October 30th, the Sandman universe will present what? Is it A, Hellblazer number one, B, Ex Machia number one, or C, Gary Oldman? So it's either going to be A, if you would like $25, or you could pick something else. It's A. A is correct. $25 yours, Paul. Congratulations. Congratulations, sir. Unbelievable. Bringing it home to Canada. And that's worth a little bit uh, less in Canada. (laughs) Or maybe more at this point. I don't know. Uh, Now, I will mention there is always a sub-quiz going on under Pete's quiz where the third answers form some sort of pattern for whatever crazy reason, something about a John Candy movie for the past couple of weeks. Not quite sure what's going on there, uh, but can you can repeat your third answers, please, Pete? So it is Kevin Bacon, nice. Sissy Spacek, yeah. and Gary Oldman. Ooh. Oh, gonna... oh, oh, we whoa. have an upstart. Oh, whoa. my goodness. They're all three all right. actors. Kevin usually guesses, but uh, come on over, Sarah. What is your guess? JFK. JFK is correct. JFK. Wow. Is John Candy in John there? Candy is in JFK. Great. I'll tell you what. I don't get this part of the show at all. (laughs) It is weird, but we've given him control of it. He has definitely been doing this. Uh, As we all know, tomorrow is New Comic Book Day. We recommend you go to Midtown Comics because they've been nice enough to sponsor the show. Pete, what are you looking forward to? Oh, man. There's a lot of great stuff coming out. Hopefully, it'll still be there when I get there. I'm looking forward to (laughs) Wolverine versus Blade, uh, special number one. Yeah. Yeah. Got a fan here. Yeah. All right. right. What are they? What, what goes on? What's about? the plot of that book? Well, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure what's going to happen is they're going to start fighting, and then they're going to realize they need to team up, and then go solve some kind oh, of man. crime or mystery. Yeah. <laughs> solve a mystery. Yeah. Solve a mystery. Yeah. Real Hardy Boys style thing. Uh, we'll yeah, we'll see. Might... I'm excited. Cool, Justin. Yeah. What about you? What are you looking forward to? Uh, I'm looking forward to a comic called Second Coming, uh, number one, right. uh, oh, from a new comic book company called Ahoy Comics. Uh, uh, it's written by Mark. With the cookie company? Unru- I think it's unrelated to cookies. Okay. It, all the comic, is, it's printed on chocolate chip cookie dough. Okay. Uh, oh, smart, so it's smart. also edible after you finish it. Just be careful where you read it. Uh, <laughs> this comic is, uh, got, was, there's some controversy around it. It's about um, Jesus teaming up with a Superman type character. Uh, Wait, and the Jesus? Uh, Jesus. Yeah, from, from the Big Lebowski. Yeah. Oh, okay, good, good. Yeah. Cool. He shines up so many round objects. Uh, 
But uh, Mark Russell's a great writer. He uh, wrote the Flintstones uh, series uh, like uh, two years ago now that was such a, a big hit, yeah. um, which you never would expect from uh, something from so long ago, the Flintstones. But this comic book is great. We had a chance to also read it ahead of time. Also from so long ago. Uh, Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty... Pretty out there. Great. Yeah. Do you think Jesus was around in Flintstones times? I think Pete? so. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Pete's, you believe so? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, great. Oh, yeah, Pete is starting a religion. Uh, that's another thing we plug at the end of the show. If you're interested, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, we're going to have a review of that in our Stack podcast, which rolls out in the Comic Book Club live feed every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Another one I wanted to call out that we're going to have on the Stack podcast is Giant Size Ecstatics. Number one is coming out from Peter Milligan, Mike Allred, and Laura Allred. Uh, this is bringing back the old satirical X-Men series that was so, so good back in the day. I'm so excited to see this team back together because they're so phenomenal. It's so weird, the characters they come up with, and it's a super, super fun. Uh, Ryan, what do you want to plug? What's going on? Probably this, <laughs> right? You know, as of a week ago, Stan Lee's Alliance is a Trick of Light is available on Audible. There we go. Yeah. 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 Great. And do you know, if you want to check out, if you're headed down to San Diego Comic-Con and you want to check out more, uh, where should people go? So uh, Audible is going to be hosting across uh, the street from the convention center a massive activation for Stanley's Alliances. You will not be able to miss it. Cool. And cool. then the book is coming out in September, right? And the book is coming out in September, thanks to Houghton Mifflin Harcourt. All right, there yeah. we go. Definitely check all of that out. A couple of things we want to plug before the go- we go. This show is free to come see and free to listen to, but it does cost us a little bit of money to do, so if you'd like to support it, patreon.com slash comic book club. We have a bunch of fun bonuses for you guys. Uh, we have a Slack channel that we all hang out in and talk about. What is everybody talking about? Superhero costumes now? Costumes. That's costumes. a big fight on the Slack. Is yeah, also right bacon doneness. That's a big deal. How done should your bacon be? Yeah, so if you want to get in be- on that, only $2 a month. That's a way to sell it, $2 a month to argue about bacon. <laughs> but some people like it to be fried to shards of glass, like Alex. So yeah, that's the only way I eat it. If it's not cutting your gums, no thanks. That's what I always say. That's the bacon news. That's cool. Great. So you can get that for $2 a month uh, on our Patreon.com <laughs> <laughs> slash comic book club. Taste. Also, we do a bunch of other podcasts that you can check out. The currently running ones, we have a Krypton podcast called After Krypton. Uh, we also have a Legion podcast called Inside Legion. Coming back very very soon is our Preacher podcast, Preacher Men, yeah. that you can check out. That's coming back at the end of August. And plenty others that you can check out at comicbookclublive.com. Pete, what do you want to plug? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live and join me at the Bully High uh, Class Reunion, which I'll be attending to try to be friends with these people. Yes, I'll be running away from that. Uh, but as mentioned, comicbookclublive.com. Uh, also, you can subscribe on iTunes, Android, Stitcher, Spotify, or the app of your choice. Again, I want to thank our amazing sponsor, uh, which is Be a Superhero in Home Business on Anchor FM. The most recent episode is Spider-Man, Dream Big, Change the World, Make Someone Smile Today. (laughs) There we go. Uh, For the audio podcast, uh, Justin's face just exploded. A couple of people we want to thank before we go. We want to thank Ryan for being on the show. Boothman Prime! Boothman Prime! But most of all, I want to thank you guys. We're every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Totally free. Please tell your friends. Good night, Good night guys. Thanks thank for coming you.
Jangan lupa 